Hi, my name is Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. I was talking with somebody the other day about how our negative self-talk is like poison in the well. And when we stop the negative self-talk, the well becomes more purified. But if we want to accelerate the purification of the well, then we can start by saying affirmations. So bear with me, especially if you're the kind of person who goes, I hate affirmations. If you say positive things, it will purify the well even faster than just stopping the negative talk. This reminded me of something that I've said here before, which I think is really important. I heard someone on a podcast say, I talk to myself more than I listen to myself. And I was like, yeah, that's so important because if we listen to the background audio in our minds, at least if your background is anything like mine was and still sometimes is, then your life is going to be a mess because you're listening to that shit all the time. One of the most powerful lessons I learned in recovery is that just because I think something doesn't mean it's true. For example, I am in a very healthy, loving, functional, romantic relationship for the first time ever, by the way, thank you, recovery, with an amazing person. And I will have thoughts about him that are complete bullshit. They have absolutely nothing to do with who he is or anything he has ever done or said. The difference now in recovery is that I know it's bullshit. Those are just thoughts in my head and they have nothing to do with reality. So here's an example. One night I'm sleeping over his house and I wake up in the middle of the night and the pillow that I sleep with between my legs is missing. And my first thought is that fucker stole my pillow, which is just ridiculous. It was on the floor on my side of the bed. And he's never done anything like that before. Also, he was sleeping. I have the kind of mind that wants to blame other people for things. It actually wants to keep me separate from other people. It doesn't want me to be close to others. Sometimes in recovery, we talk about our disease as if it's a person. We say things like, my disease wants me dead. And if it can't have me dead, it will settle for me being miserable. Because if I'm miserable, I'm probably going to go out and use whatever my substance of no choice happens to be. And I find that really helpful to think in that way too. Because I can look at that kind of thinking now and say, that is fucked up. I didn't understand before recovery. I thought all those thoughts floating around in my head were true. The other thing that I do with my thoughts is that I make things mean things. Here's an example that I mentioned a few months ago, but it's a really good one. So I'm going to use it again. At Christmas time, someone that I love dearly gave me a gift and they told me ahead of time that they really just didn't have time to wrap it. Now I know for a fact that if this had happened before recovery, I would have made that mean they don't love me instead of they had a lot going on. Now, the fact that they told me ahead of time, rather than just handing me an unwrapped gift, is an indicator that they actually have some level of care for me. 
So instead of making it mean something negative about the other person, like I always used to do, and then putting a wedge between that person and me, I took it as not being about me, but being about them and how busy they were. When I look back at my life before recovery, I see that not only did I believe that shit in my head about others and their motives, but I would sort of make the person pay for my thoughts. I believed that shit in my head was true about them. And then I acted as if it was true, either by being an asshole to them or quote, building a case against them. Now in my relationship with my sweetheart, if there's something that happens that is at all relevant to our relationship, I bring it up. I tell him about it. And that takes the power away from that thought that's floating around in my head. Sometimes I share things that aren't necessarily relevant to our relationship. Like if I'm having a rough day, I tell him so he'll know what's going on with me. And I might say something like, uh, if I act like a dick, please don't take it personally. I think of it like this. If I didn't tell him these things, it would be like there was something between us. That wedge I mentioned a moment ago. And then if I were to follow my patterns from the past, there would eventually be another thing between us and then another and another. And the next thing you know, there's this really thick, high wall between the two of us. That is how I lived my entire life with every relationship of every kind before recovery. And what happened in all of those relationships is that wall just became insurmountable. Whereas the relationship I have now, the way I feel is incredibly transparent with him. The way I talk about it is I'm a hundred percent with him. Like there's literally not a grain of sand between us. I don't mean we're enmeshed. We both have really good boundaries and we both have very separate identities. We're very different people, but we're 100% with each other. There's nothing blocking us. I feel so super close to him. One of the realizations I had in talking about this kind of stuff with a sponsee is that when I start taking charge of what's going through my mind, when I start saying affirmations and purposely thinking thoughts, I become an actor rather than a reactor in my life. It is one of the ways in which I take control of my life. In other words, I was acting like a victim when I believed all that shit that was going on in my head. Like it was stuff that was actually happening to me. And now I understand I do not have to live at the whim of the audio that's playing in the background of my mind. I can actually push pause. I can push eject. I can put push stop and I can put in a new audio, one that I have purposefully chosen to listen to. One of the things that's important about saying affirmations is that we be consistent in saying them. I think that that's one of the most important things other than that they be positive. So if you think that affirmations are bullshit, I hear you, but you know what they say in recovery, act as if. If the people in recovery that you admire are saying affirmations, which they probably are, then act like they do and say affirmations. Hopefully this podcast will help you understand why they aren't a bunch of bullshit. 
my experience is that you don't actually have to believe the affirmations, at least initially. However, if not believing an affirmation is going to stop you from consistently saying it, then there's something you can do about that. It's a concept from Brooke Castillo, who is an amazing coach. And I absolutely recommend her. She talks about scaffolding your thoughts. For example, if you have been telling yourself your entire life, I hate my body, I hate my body, I hate my body, and you really want to start work on, working on loving your body, but you know that you are not going to consistently say to yourself, I love my body, because you just don't believe it, rather than just giving up, which many of us would do, scaffold your way up to I love my body by going to a neutral thought from that negative thought. So a neutral thought might be, I have a body. What you're doing there is one, you're turning off the spigot of poison to the well. And that alone is going to somewhat purify the well. And when you say I have a body, it's a neutral statement. You're kind of neutralizing the well. Then once you can be consistent with saying, I have a body and it starts to take an effect on how you feel about yourself or to continue the metaphor, the well becomes more purified. You can then work your way up to saying, I love my body. And again, you don't have to believe it in the beginning. Eventually, if your experience is anything like mine, you will come to believe those affirmations. And that, my friends, is magic. Talk about having a purified well. Oh my goodness. When I came into recovery, one of the exercises that was recommended to me was to do mirror work. This is where you look at yourself in the mirror and you say loving things to yourself. Now, don't get me wrong. It was extremely difficult to do, but I did it. Often when I did it, I was crying, but I still did it. And the thing that I said to myself was, I love you just the way you are. That meant I loved myself even as I was resisting looking in the mirror even as I was resisting saying loving things to myself, even as I was crying, as I was imperfect, I was willing. And that's all you have to be, my friends, is willing. Now, fast forward five plus years later, I don't do it all the time, but on a kind of regular basis, when I walk by the mirror in the bathroom and I catch my eye, I will look myself in the eye and I get this impish smile on my face and I say, I love you just the way you are. And it is such a blessing to know that it's true now. I really do love myself. And it's made an enormous difference in my recovery and in my life. I also have my favorite picture of me from when I was little in a frame on my dresser. So I see it every morning when I wake up and I put a sticky note across it that says, I love you just the way you are. And let me tell you something, people, that is magic. Ain't nothing like loving yourself. Loving myself looks like all kinds of things. Like 
I don't put up with shitty behavior from other people. I don't put myself in harm's way. I don't force myself to live with discomfort. I don't spend time with toxic people. Instead, I spend time with people who love, like, and nurture me because I believe that's what I deserve. So if that sounds like a place you would like to go to and you feel like you might need someone to help you get there, I'd be happy to be your guide. Send me an email for a free 30-minute consultation and you can send it to barb at higherpowercoachingandconsulting.com. You can also message me on Instagram at higherpowercoaching. I want to help you get to a purified well full of love and self-acceptance because that is what you deserve. It's what we all deserve. I wish you a purified well full of love and self-acceptance. That's it for today. If you like what you've heard here, then you just might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, head on over to my website, which is higherpowercoachingandconsulting.com and click on the contact menu. I'd be happy to schedule a consultation with you to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe so you can be sure to get future episodes of my podcast. Thanks again.